Hi, and welcome to the Raw, Real, and Rebellicious podcast. My name is Michelle Rebel Coops, and as a personal branding coach, I guide and mentor high-achieving professionals and entrepreneurs to liberate themselves from the invisible shackles that keep them from expressing themselves authentically and unapologetically in work, life, and even love. I believe we can all become our own powerhouse and become true leaders of our lives. So let's explore how you can become who you're meant to be, a free, radiant, joyful, and juicy creature of love who takes charge like a true leader does. I really felt a strong urge to do an episode on ethical non-monogamy. Um, different models of relating, whatever you want to call it, polyamory, swinging, (laughs) you name it. (laughs) And I wanted to do this because I generally talk about this a lot with people that, you know, come in on my path. And one of the reasons is because, especially on my personal Facebook profile, I tend to share some things about this. I am very unapologetic about the fact that I am polyamorous and people... You know, people are interested. But there are a few things that I keep hearing over and over again. And that is that people admire it, but they all say, I couldn't do it. I would be too jealous. And I respect that. I do respect that. And I will say from the start of this episode that ethical non-monogamy is not meant for everyone. And there is nothing wrong with monogamy if you choose this consciously. But in this case, I will make uh, or explain a little bit more about the opportunity that um, I believe is right here for us when we choose a different model of relating. Now, Before I continue, I do want to say that I am not a relationship coach and I am not an expert in this or in different styles of relating. But what I am is I am someone who's looked for these different forms of relating over the past 18 plus years. I have tried open relating in every long-term relationship I've been in. We mostly went for a no but don't tell policy, which I do not embrace anymore. I have uh, definitely experimented with swinging in different situations. Now I have, for a while ago, I have fully embraced polyamory um, and I will be open about this from the start. My lovers um, all know about each other. Um, They... Some of them have a partner as well who knows about my existence and everyone basically is very open (laughs) and this will definitely bring up shit. Now I also know that even though I'm not this relationship coach, I am also someone who knows a thing or two about autonomy and about self-love and owning your shit, which is important in this whole journey of ethical non-monogamy. It is very, very much related. I speak about being a leader of your life. And that also means in your love life. So why am I saying that? Because love is an entrance into ourselves. And yes, so is parenting or having a business, starting a new career. These are all situations in which we can get confronted with ourselves. They're entrances into ourselves, into our shortcomings. And we can learn and grow from these situations. 
But love is one of the areas that I just, I just love exploring this because it's something that is so close to us. Um, it is so personal and it really, really is a matter of the heart. So generally the um, experiences we have in our love lives go very, very deep and they will touch on the very depths of our fear. And this is why I believe that our love life is a brilliant opportunity to heal the stuff that is still <laughs> festering within ourselves. But yeah, that also means that we will encounter uncomfortable feelings. And that is something, oh no, <laughs> we don't like that. We would like to, if we can, dismiss the discomfort. Fuck, no, get these feelings away from me, it is scary. And hence, there is the relationship where you comfortably, comfortably sit next to each other on the couch watching TV, ignoring or basically, you know, <laughs> um, trying to get around all the uncomfortable situations and you just get on with life. Basically, at some point, you get into this dreary relationship that hmm, really doesn't have a lot of excitement because of, well, you know, and things are just as they are. And so we cover up by being in that comfortable relationship. We cover up our fear of inadequacy or of not being lovable or our fear of abandonment, or our fear of being rejected because, oh fuck no, we do not want to talk about our inner deepest fears, about the shit that is really happening within us. us. Please, you know, let's just cover it up with a feeling of comfort in a very safe relationship. And we cover it up with a model of relating that is the status quo right now, which is monogamy. Now, I said before, it, it is not, I'm not against monogamy at all. It can be a very beautiful thing, especially if you choose it consciously and you choose conscious relating. In conscious relating, you choose to still navigate all the discomfort. You will absolutely look for ways to be confronted with your deepest, deepest shit. A lot of people have, however, don't do that. And they will choose monogamy just because it's a default setting that we turn to. And they will not question the legitimacy of it in our lives. They will not question um, if it is their best form of relating. It is just something that we automatically assume. Now, I also know that people will... That I know people who definitely are interested in that and they will say that they're not ready for it yet. And I get that. But the idea of sharing to many is, oh God, no, I'd be too jealous. That is a sentence I hear quite a lot. And I get it because jealousy is a very human emotion and it is not necessarily something to be ashamed of at all. You don't have to be ashamed of jealousy. It's very human. It's just part of... Um, our own feeling of inadequacy and unfortunately that it can still it, that's what comes up 
we sometimes feel feel ashamed of that emotion of jealousy and we're afraid of it. So we want to hide it and push it away and cover it up with, you know, uh, the feeling of comfort that we'd rather feel all the bliss and the love and the just you and me thing and the possession and the safety. That feels a lot more comfortable. But if you ask me that feeling of jealousy that comes up. So if you feel that, you know, you would be too jealous. Well, maybe that would be an opportunity to ask yourself a number of questions like, why am I jealous? What is the fear behind this jealousy? And what limiting belief is festering in my system? What traumatic experience or what situations in the past have reinforced this false belief? And how can I heal myself? How can I embrace a new belief about me being good enough? And I'm just wondering, wouldn't it be more interesting to explore this feeling of jealousy and the fear behind it, the feeling of inadequacy, slowly, step by step in a very safe way? Well, that's what I believe that ethical non-monogamy can actually do. And why do I believe that that is important? Well, you know, the thing is, we give up our sovereignty to appease others, and in this case, our partners. Um, but as a matter of fact, I believe that this sovereignty is crucial to our self-worth. Right now, a lot of people depend their self-worth upon others. And they depend their pleasures on the permission of others. Actually, it is one of Madonna's songs in which she mentions, poor is the man whose pleasures depend on the permission of another. Now, you can obviously substitute man for woman. It is about the fact that as humans, we have become okay with the fact that another individual who is now part of our lives, who is walking the path of life next to us, has the power over us to say whether we deserve certain pleasures in life or not. And we are, we can do, when it comes to pleasures, we get a lot of freedom. So it is completely normal to eat outside, to go out to dinner with a friend. But all of a sudden, when it comes to physical intimacy, then it becomes too edgy. That is something that goes too far, which is actually quite strange because, you know, sex as well as food are very primary basic needs. It is very human to actually want that, to need that. And this dependency that we create over needing someone else's permission to you know, <laughs> have physical intimacy with another human or not, um, is not always healthy. Now, I'm not saying it's always bad, but I see people who are not living their truth. Because, you know, what, let me just ask you the question, do you ever feel a desire to maybe explore uh, someone that you have a connection with? It is only very natural to feel that it is very natural to want to desire someone else besides your partner it is also very beautiful when you don't even have have the desire and you only want to experience that with your partner and that is great as well the the key here is that then it's a choice 
is it a conscious choice or is it something that you is it like something that you are forced into i you know it's the same with you know whenever you forbid something when some something is forbidden the the forbidden fruit becomes so much more attractive wouldn't it be amazing if your partner chooses to be monogamous with you consciously not because you're forbidding them to be with someone else and this is something that is happening a lot in our society in our western world is where as a partner our partners stop us they tell us that we cannot do that there is this understanding that it is forbidden to have a physical have physical intimacy with someone else or emotional intimacy and it is stopping a lot of people from living their truth it is very healthy to actually want to have another connection with someone <laughs> and you know what um some people they don't don't do it they will not have sexual encounters or intimate intimate it's not always about sex it's about intimate physical intimacy with someone else because they don't want their partner to feel like shit you know which means that also if you ask me um if you're not doing it to spare the other then you're also taking away the opportunity for your partner to do that in a work you know for example if i would have a relationship with you and i would and you would not do something for to spare me then you take away the opportunity for, to, for me to do some inner work you know what i'm saying now in other cases people do it secretly and then when it comes out they damage their partner even more hmm which i think is not the right way either so when i'm talking about ethical non-monogamy am i talking about just fucking around <laughs> not at all at all because again it's not always about sex it's about physical intimacy and that can have so many different forms and the different styles of relating can have many different forms i mean there's open relating there's people people who are very open about their sexual encounters and usually with an open relating which also has many forms obviously <laughs> um it is much more about the physical and not so much about the emotional relation relationship but people have their own ways of navigating that then there's swinging usually that is something that includes sharing so you are both present in the same situation and there's another couple or a few other couples yeah and that's how you share an experience with your partner which can be really really deep actually can be really connected i have experienced this in a number of situations where i found out that swinging actually deepened the connection with my partner at that moment it was absolutely beautiful and i have not regretted it one single time and then there's polyamory something that that is a form of relating that i am embracing in my life at this point doesn't mean that i will always be polyamorous that i won't find different ways but you know and in you know the way i um do this is in a an ethical way so this is like i said it's ethical non-monogamy which is the the umbrella word here and the key here is of course that it's all ethical 
And to me, ethical in this case means that it's always in truth. So there's no secrecy, there's no hiding. You communicate everything openly. It's always consensual. So, um, you know, the, the primary partner has to be okay with it and has to know about this. And even the primary, temporary partner as well. So, you know, if I would be intimate with someone, they know in advance about the fact that I see that I have other lovers or I have a primary partner. And I believe that in ethical non-monogamy, you always have eye for each other's hearts. You know, communication really is key here. It is not just about, you know, doing whatever you want because now you've chosen openness. No, you gotta, you know, be careful for each other's feelings because we are still humans with a heart. <laughs> and that means that you gotta keep communicating. You gotta keep expressing your truth, expressing what you feel. You got to express your boundaries and you got to own your own shit in the whole process. And that doesn't mean projecting on the other. You got to own your own shit and work through it. It also means listening without judgment, really listening to your partner without becoming self-defensive, listening to their feelings. And this is of course a two-way street, you know, if two people fully express what they desire, they express what they want to experience, they express their boundaries and their fears. They both own their own shit instead of projecting it upon the others, which will happen because we're all human and we make mistakes, which is fine. And they all decide to listen without judgment. Oh my God, how much more deep the connection can be that way. So again, it is not about going out, <laughs> going out and about and fucking dozens of people straight away because yeah, now we're open. Now we've embraced ethical non-monogamy. No, <laughs> that might be a, t a, st <laughs> a step too far. You want to slowly stretch this step by step because if you go too far, you know, your brain cannot process that. It will be too much. And then instead of, you know, just stretching out the comfort zone, it will become traumatic. You know, you don't run a marathon without training either. You train, you practice, you, yeah, you try something and you expand like that. And yeah, shit will come up. And I can tell you from experience that I can feel unsafe sometimes and I can feel very, very vulnerable and I can feel scared and I can especially for example when i feel a deep connection with someone when i feel that i've been intimate and it's with me it's never just a physical intimacy alone it is on a soul level it is very very nourishing that's the only way i want it there's nothing wrong with people who want to experience pleasure for the physical pleasure only that's perfectly fine but for me, there is always this, this deeper level of, a, of an emotional and a spiritual connection. And sometimes after that, oh, it can definitely throw me a little bit. Oh. So and that means I need time to process that as well. And when the other person has a partner, for example, sometimes, yeah, it will be, it'll suck. It'll bring up like, yeah, they get all the quality time and I just see this person very little that comes up, but it's something for me to deal with, you know? 
And whenever I experience it, I always express it very vulnerably with my partners. I will be very, very open about this because I know that they can carry it. I know that they can handle it. It's not that I'm projecting it upon them. I'm not expecting anything. I'm owning my own shit, but I am expressing it just for them to know, you know, to see where my heart's at. So yeah, that's how I deal with it. That's how I navigate this. Ethical non-monogamy really isn't about being somewhere or being ready for something. Uh, it's also not about doing that immediately at once, straight away, perfectly. No, it is all about stretching yourself and being courageous enough to look at the discomfort, to feel it, to feel the fear, to peel off all the layers to discover and explore within yourself. That is the beauty of the journey. That is the beauty of love. That is actually what, what the whole purpose of, you know, connecting with another soul is, is because that way we can, we, we, with another human, I mean, with another human, we can connect so that we can dive deeper into ourselves and feel that we are whole within to feel that we're enough within and heal those parts within ourselves and that is so beautiful that is in the end that unification within ourselves and then the rest is just bliss and pleasure around it Ooh, huh, that is so yummy so I hope that this gives you a little bit more clarity on, um, yeah, different styles of relating that it is definitely not, it doesn't mean that everyone who is, <laughs> uh, who is polyamorous, that they are without fear, that they are without shit and that they've solved everything and that they are at a certain place in their lives. No, they're simply owning it and seeing it as an opportunity. So whatever this will um however this will resonate i'm not advocate advocating uh um well i am maybe i, I am advocating ethical non-monogamy a little bit but whether it's for you or not that is completely up to you and um but yeah i hope that it will definitely open up your eyes a little bit more to um feeling the discomfort because it's completely fine. You're enough and you're amazing, even with all those feelings. All right. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're hungry for more, please check out my Brand Rebel app in the App Store or the Play Store. Just simply type in Be a Brand Rebel and you will find it instantly. It's free and it's fun. For now, have a magical day, stay raw, stay real, and stay rebellicious.